do ex-FDA people do when they retire? Work for Big Pharma, of course. Here we go again with another China virus. Oh boy, big lie, whatever. It's China, so who cares? And exactly what is KJP smoking? I, I don't know, but I want some. Well, <laughs> seriously, wait till you see this. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Thursday morning and happy Thanksgiving. Yes, it is Turkey Day, a day for giving thanks. I know it might seem like there is a lot to not be thankful for. <clears throat> take a minute, take a deep breath, close your eyes, think about it. There's a lot to be thankful for on this Thanksgiving 2023. Wasn't always like that, you know. Just give me a brief second. I thought I would share this about how Thanksgiving came to be. You might have learned this in grammar school, but it's been a while. November 23rd in 1621, Plymouth colonists from England and the Native American Wampanoag people shared an autumn harvest feast and that has been acknowledged as one of the very first Thanksgiving celebrations in the colonies. Throughout that first brutal winter, most of the colonists stayed on the ship. They suffered from exposure, scurvy, outbreaks of all kinds of awful contagious diseases. Only half of all of the Mayflower's original passengers survived to see their first New England spring. Half. In March, the remaining settlers moved ashore. They got an astonishing visit from a member of the Abenaki tribe who greeted them in English. Surprisingly enough, days later, he returned with another Native American, Squanto, member of the Pawtucket tribe who'd been kidnapped by an English sea captain, sold into slavery, escaped to London, and returned to America, his homeland, on an exploratory expedition. Wow, I, did, I didn't know this. Squanto taught the pilgrims, weakened by malnutrition and illness, how to cultivate corn, take the sap from maple trees, catch fish in the river, avoid poisonous plants, he also helped the settlers forge an alliance with the Wapanog, a local tribe, and that endured for more than 50 years. Remains one of the sole examples of any harmony between the European colonists and Native Americans. Now, for more than two centuries, days of Thanksgiving celebrated by individual colonies and states, it was not until 1863 in the middle of the Civil War, when Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving to be held each fourth Thursday in November. And that's where today came from. So, you know, I know, I know, but you know, I just thought I'd share it out there for you. So you've got some information. You can talk about that at Thanksgiving dinner later on today, right? Yeah, why not? 
All right. We got a lot going on tonight. First of all, though, let's tell you about the amazing Blackout Coffee who helped to bring you this show. America's strongest small batch coffee. They believe in making an amazing cup of full-bodied, rich coffee, and they are an American company that believes in American values, duty, family, rights. You see that picture there with that law enforcement officer? That bag is called 2A. You know what that stands for? Yep, Second Amendment. Exactly right. They have an amazing assortment of coffees and their process, look at that. It's called a small batch roasting process. What that means is when you order, they roast your beans usually within 24 to 48 hours, pack them up, ship them out, another few days to get to you and you have truly fresh roasted coffee beans. Grind them up, make yourself the most incredible cup of coffee you've ever had. I personally recommend this folks. I drink and have drunk a ton of coffee my whole life. I live on the stuff. And once I found blackout coffee, it is incredible. Full-bodied, never bitter. Mm, 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 mm. That is good coffee. They've got all kinds of great blends, including, by the way, if you want to pick yourself up a nice holiday present or maybe a present for somebody in your life that you'd like to treat to the most amazing coffee. They have not only their regular signature blends, but for the holidays, they've got candy cane, winter wonderland, uh, all kinds of, oh, hang on a second, okay. Let's get rid of the ad here. Uh, pumpkin spice, they've got all kinds of great uh, peppermint mocha flavored coffees. If you're not into flavored coffees, that's okay, not a problem. They have their signature blends. They also have eggnog, teas, mocha-flavored hot chocolate. Absolutely incredible. Use the link in our show notes down there as the top link. Head over to Blackout Coffee and check them out. Buy yourself a bag or get a bag for a loved one for the holidays. Trust me, they will be impressed. You will be impressed. Use our promo code J20 at checkout, and that will get you 20% off your first order. You don't have to buy five bags, 10 bags, 20, 100. Buy a single bag if you want. They're not expensive. Look, see, 15, 16 bucks, something like that. Not a lot of money, and a really amazing cup of coffee. Well worth it. You will love it, I promise. Use that promo code for 20% off your first order. J20, J-A-Y-20 at checkout. 20% off your first order from Blackout Coffee. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for helping to sponsor the show. We really do appreciate that. All right, what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. When people who work for the FDA retire, <clears throat> what do you suppose they do? Move on to some, you know, philanthropic... Uh, work, you know, and community service. No, no. Top FDA officials have accepted jobs after playing key roles in the licensure of the COVID-19 vaccines. I'm not kidding. This is from Epic Health, the epictimes.com. The link is in our show notes. But the investigation was done by the British Medical Journal. A new BMJ investigation reveals a revolving door 
between the FDA officials who were tasked with regulating the vaccines and the companies that manufacture them. Oh, isn't that nice? Two high-level officials with the FDA involved in vaccine oversight accepted jobs at Moderna just months after signing off on the company's COVID-19 vaccines. That according to the British Medical Journal's investigation. The report by Peter Doshi, Associate Professor of the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy and Senior Editor at the BMJ, reveals a long-standing revolving door between the FDA and Big Pharma, whose products they regulate. Look, I'm sure none of this surprises you, but here it is in black and white. Unbelievable. Read the article. According to the BMI report, this Dr. Doran Fink started his FDA career as a clinical reviewer in 2010, worked his way up to deputy director of the Division of Vaccines and Related Product Applications within the FDA's Office of Vaccine Research and Review, where he led a team of medical officers focused on infectious diseases and related biological projects. During the pandemic, or plandemic, he was a prominent voice on the vaccines, which population groups should get them, spoke on behalf of the FDA at a bunch of meetings held by the agency's vaccine advisors. He also presented at meetings held by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. That's a group of health experts that develop recommendations on how to use vaccines. According to the BMJ report and Dr. Link's own LinkedIn profile, he also served on the senior leadership team for COVID-19 vaccine review and policy activities in response to the COVID-19 emergency. Unbelievable. He left the FDA in December of 2022, not quite a year ago, and started a brand new job, I'm sure at a very handsome salary at Moderna, head of translational medicine and early clinical development infectious diseases. He started that job in February of this year. And there's another case study of Dr. Jaya Goswami. Same story. Works for the FDA and heavily involved in the vaccine approvals and went to work for Madonna, uh, Moderna. <laughs> According to Moderna, by the way, are you sitting down? The company made $18.5 billion in 2021 just from the sale of their COVID-19 vaccines. In 2022, $19 billion. 
and they say their projected sales for 2023 expected to reach about $6 billion. Man. Isn't that nice? Approve the vaccines. Get yourself a nice, cushy, probably high six-figure-a-year job. Nice. Ground Zero Hal 9000. No turkey today for us beaners. Tacos are king. <laughs> you know what? A turkey taco. Now, you know what? I know. Uh-uh. But when it comes to tacos, which I love, by the way, I would do anything for a taco. I love tacos, but it's got to be beef. None of this chicken crap, turkey crap, whatever. They try and do something cutesy with tacos. Don't screw with my tacos. Give me a beef taco all day long. Several of them. But uh, yeah, so Ground Zero Hal 9000, you're having tacos instead of turkey. Why not? There's no rules. I miss turkey. I haven't had turkey in 20 years, I bet. No, I take that back. There was one year when uh, friends of ours invited us over for a traditional American Thanksgiving dinner, uh, probably 15 years ago. So it's still been a very long time since I've actually had any turkey. By the way, in our show notes, this whole... FDA, Big Pharma link, hiring people back and forth. I put a link to the actual report from the British Medical Journal. Uh, that second link, uh, it's titled, Top FDA Officials Accepted Jobs with Moderna. Right under, in today's show, <clears throat> the second link down is the actual report from the British Medical Journal. There it is. And it's got all the stats, all the information right there for you. So if you want to read it, you want to get pissed off, read it and weep. It's that crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of Big Pharma, oh, I'm not done. Oh, no, I'm not done. When it comes to Big Pharma, I will never be done. I will do everything I can to pick on Big Pharma. There is a new lawsuit against Pfizer. It says Pfizer knowingly distributed adulterated drugs to children. Remember, our number one rule on this show, do not screw with our children. Do not screw with our kids. Texas Attorney General, I'm loving this guy more and more. He is accusing Pfizer of fraud. Pfizer and one of its partners, listen to this, distributed a medication to children while knowing the drug was adulterated. According to legal action, which was unsealed November 20th, just three days ago, Pfizer and Tris Pharma distributed Quilivant XR, a drug for kids with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, even though the company knew the drug 
did not meet federal standards. This lawsuit says that from Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, approved this drug in 2012, but soon after, the drug failed quality control tests, according to the suit. Instead of investigating the root cause as required by federal rules, Trish repeatedly changed the testing methods, allegedly trying to generate positive results. Don't like the results? Change the test. <laughs> Attorney General Paxton's probe found Tris was under financial pressure to rapidly increase production and did ramp up production, but without adequate controls. Wow. They're being sued. And good on you, Attorney General Paxton. Go for the throat. More information in the article. You want to read it? There's a link in our show notes. You can check it out. Find out more about it. We need more attorney generals like the one in Texas, folks. Seriously. Hey, I, yes, I know about the Niagara Falls Rainbow Bridge uh, explosion. The car that was up there that uh, blew up. Uh, the FBI has investigated... I don't believe a damn thing, anything out of the FBI, anything they say, press releases, they're all bullshit. The FBI is a rogue organization that needs to be dismantled and caught, tossed to the wind. They, however, came out with a report pretty quickly saying no sign of terrorism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they turned it over to the local police or state police or whoever. But uh, I'm not going to get heavy duty into this. Sorry, my eyes are killing me itching tonight. I don't know why. Uh, I'm not going to get heavy duty into this because it just broke. The story is still kind of out there, and I like to wait before I actually fully cover something. We will keep an eye on it. But there it is. Fiery crash kills two at Niagara Falls Rainbow Bridge. No sign of terrorism according to the FBI. If you haven't heard about it, let me just give you a quick rundown. Vehicle sped towards the U.S.-Canadian bridge from the American side, crashed and exploded at a checkpoint in Niagara Falls Wednesday, yesterday. Killed two people, prompted the closing of multiple border crossings for hours, Authorities weren't sure what spurred the wreck, said, though, there was no sign of a terror attack. Like I said, we'll keep an eye on the story. I'm not going to get heavy duty into it because it's just recently happened. The details are sketchy at best. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes out of this. All right. Is this the... No, that's not the one. Where is the one? 629. Is that 629? That's not 629. Hold on just a second as we do a little live producing on our show here. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you. All right, let's see what we got. Uh, oh, 
Yeah. Hmm. Take a look at this. <laughs> January 6th videos are out. People are digging through them. People are finding all kinds of interesting things. Showing once again, all of those January 6th political prisoners ought to be released immediately, if not sooner. <clears throat> this from DC Drano. Great account on X. You need to follow him if not. This is why we need the J6 body cams footage released with audio. Here is a possible federal agent. He's wearing an earpiece and he's physically forcing people inside the Capitol on January 6th. Now listen, I'll play the video for you. It's got sound. Listen very closely to the woman who's confronting him. If we couldn't hear this woman, we never would have known. She said pushed her in was wearing an earpiece and there in that signal in that circle rather is the earpiece but you heard what she said stop stop no you pushed us in you were pushing us in and in the very beginning of this video there inside that so you can actually see them pulling people in through the door release these January 6th political prisoners now. Something must be done. Hal says, have you seen the video of the car at high speed? Yes, I did see that. It was Dukes of Hazard stuff. There's video out there of that car on the Canadian border. It hits something and it launches and it's literally, it looks like the Duke of Haz Dukes of Hazard. Remember that old show? <laughs> It was whacked. Very weird. <clears throat> and uh, over the fence, impacted at the gate. Yeah, I know. Uh, that is incredible video. If you search the story, you'll find it. It's out there. It's all over the net. But uh, yeah, so. Anyway, there you go. Release these January 6th political prisoners. It's bullshit. Let them go. And uh, <laughs> like I said, and like DC Drano said, absolutely. If we did not have the audio, we never would have known what was being said. They need to be released, the videos and the audio with them. You heard the story, no doubt, that broke uh, yesterday, last night, about the new virus in China. And just let me check. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Just about a year before an election. Isn't that nice? A mysterious pneumonia is ripping through Chinese schools and sparking fears of a COVID repeat. Okay, first of all, it's China. Bullshit. Second of all, they lie. More bullshit. Third of all, the mainstream media is covering this like white on rice. Again.
We shall see. Hospitals in Beijing and Liaoning are overwhelmed with sick children. Isn't this how it all started the last time? We all saw the videos of people dropping dead in the street, people in the body. It looked like a zombie apocalypse, none of which was true. But we bought it, hook, line, and sinker. Unbelievable. There's a story here. I am not going to waste your time because it's absolute pull crap. From the dailymail.co.uk. You want to check it out? Go ahead, check it out. <clears throat> be aware of it. They're going to try something, folks. Could this be it? It very likely could be it because, you know, Biden administration, mm, the brilliant minds of the Biden administration, including the worst press secretary in the history of the United States of America, Karine Jean-Pierre, who says, this Thanksgiving, things are great. Cost less money. Thanksgiving dinner, gone up. Gas, gone up. Airline tickets to get you back home, more expensive. Car rentals when you're there, more expensive. Toys, TVs, everything. And listen to this. I want some of what she's smoking. All right, this Thanksgiving, we have a lot to be thankful for. While inflation caused by the pandemic and Russia's war continues to be a challenge, we have seen important progress. Just in, a time, just in time for holiday travel, gas prices are down $1.70 from their peak. <laughs> Airline tickets are down 13% over the last year, and car rentals are down about 10%. And as we start preparing our Thanksgiving meals, grocery inflation is at its lowest level in over two years, with prices for eggs, milks, bacon, and fresh veggies lower than last year. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, shut up. Shut up, sit down, go take a seat in the corner, piss off. Read, community notes nailed her. Food has not decreased in price, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics CPI report. There is a link right there. That'll take you there, and you can find out the truth, because you're not going to get it from this moron. Ever. Ever. Unbelievable. We are, we are well and truly lost. You think I'm kidding? When you go to the store... Check out some of the food items. This idiot has got to be a Biden voter. There's just, there's just no doubt. You know what? I'm just going to play the cut. You check this out. Listen close. I'm really about to show y'all why we need to move out of America. Look at this. They're selling lion chops. They're taking exotic animals and cutting them up and putting them in our local grocery stores. Look, I'm in Safeway. They're putting lion meat in the fucking grocery stores. Lion meat. I'm really about to show y'all 
Okay, Why okay, we need okay, to okay. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> it's lion meat. You saw the package, right? Hang on. Let me let me get it up. There you go. Lion chops. Yeah. And the liberals are raging about it. <laughs> I saved that for a special occasion. I've got it bookmarked. I will play that whenever I need to. Anytime these liberal commie morons have something to say. Yeah, Ground Zero, Hal 9000, I know. Lion chops. <laughs> what an idiot. All oh, hope is lost. All hope is definitely lost. <laughs> we needed a laugh, right? That'll get you. So, uh, if I want cat, I'll uh, visit my local Chinese restaurant. E Yow! All right. <laughs> I got one more. Because I saw it and I had to share it. Do <laughs> Talking about the goodness of people. Do you know that we glow? Yeah, I know. Some of us glow more than others, especially if you, you know, had one or two. No, we actually glow. We are partly bioluminescent. I'm not kidding. This is the weirdest thing. We're like aliens. Check out this article. Humans glow. We just can't see it. The human body actually emits visible light known as human bioluminescence. It's too dim for our eyes to detect. A team of Japanese scientists studied this back in 2009 and found that participants glowed throughout the day. The brightest spots appearing around the forehead, neck, and cheeks in the late afternoon the dimmest bioluminescence for humans was recorded late at night. How strange. So, the next time you're feeling down, things aren't going well for you. Seems like the whole world is against you. Remember, you glow. That's just the coolest story, and I, I, I did not know that. I'm glowing right now. Can you see? You know, there's this thing like when women are pregnant, they'll make the comment, oh my goodness, you're just absolutely glowing. Well, apparently we all are. Weird. We all have auroras. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. We really went off the rails. It's time for our book. We're reading Treasure Island. We are into chapter two. It's been a ride so far, and we're only a couple chapters in. We've always read books on this show in the last part, a bit of a chapter at a time, chronologically, beginning to end. We've done all the children's classic literature. Right now, Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. Hey, please don't forget, before we get into our book, right down there's a follow button. Just give that a hit. 
Sign up for a free Rumble account, and then you can follow the show. You can also join us in our live chat, like Hal9000 over there, who is a regular viewer and always making comments. Some are wacky, some are not. We love you, Hal. Thanks for sticking with us. And you, too, can take part in the chat. We would love to hear from you, give you a shout-out. And you can also make comments and all that. You can follow us. Uh, just sign up. It's a free Rumble account. It's free to follow really do appreciate it and of course check out blackout coffee some great holiday gift ideas there at blackout coffee use our promo code j20 at checkout for 20 percent off your first order there's also great deals there from skillshare nordvpn um, you name it <clears throat> got a bunch of great sponsors down there in our show notes help support the show including our new line of merchandise by the way with some great new t-shirts check those out too that's in the show notes all right, enough of the self-advertising. Let's get on with it. Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. That blow was the last of the battle. Once out upon the road, Black Dog, in spite of his wound, showed a wonderful clean pair of heels and disappeared over the edge of the hill in half a minute. The captain, for his part, stood staring at the signboard like a bewildered man. Then he passed his hand over his eyes several times and at last turned back into the house. Jim, says he, rum. And as he spoke, he reeled a little, caught himself with one hand against the wall. Are you hurt? cried I. Rum, he repeated. I must get away from here. Rum, rum. I ran to fetch it, but I was quite unsteadied by all that had fallen out, and I broke one glass and fouled up the tap. While I was still getting in my own way, I heard a loud fall in the parlor, and running in, beheld the captain lying full length on the floor. At the same instant, my mother, alarmed by the cries and the fighting, came running downstairs to help me. Between us, we raised his head. He was breathing very loud, very hard, but his eyes were closed and his face was a horrible color. Dear, dearie me, cried my mother, what a disgrace upon the house and your poor father sick. Well, in the meantime, we had no idea what to do with the captain nor any other thought, but that he'd got his death hurt in the scuffle with the stranger. I got the rum, to be sure, and tried to put it down his throat, but his teeth were tightly shut, and his draw jaws were as strong as iron. It was a happy relief for us when the door opened, and Dr. Livesey came in on his visit to my father. Oh, doctor, we cried, what shall we do? Where is he wounded? Wounded? A fiddlestick's end, said the doctor. No more wounded than you or I. The man has had a stroke, as I warned him. Now, Mrs. Hawkins, you just run upstairs to your husband and tell him, if possible, nothing about it. For my part, I must do my best to save this fellow's troubled, worthless life. Jim, you get me a basin. When I got back with the basin, the doctor had already ripped up the captain's sleeve and exposed his great sinewy arm. It was tattooed in several places. Here's luck, a fair wind, and Billy Bones, his fancy. 
were very neatly and clearly executed on his forearm. And up near the shoulder there was a sketch of gallows and a man hanging from it, done, as I thought, with great spirit. Prophetic, said the doctor, touching this picture with his finger. And now, Master Billy Bones, if that be your name, we'll have a look at that color of your blood, Jim. He said, are you afraid of blood? No, sir, said I. Well, then, he said, you hold the basin. And with that, he took his lance and opened a vein. A great deal of blood was taken before the captain opened his eyes and looked mistily about him. First, he recognized the doctor with an unmistakable frown. And then his glance fell upon me, and he looked relieved. But suddenly, his color changed. He tried to raise himself, crying, Where's Black Dog? There's no Black Dog here, said the doctor, except what you have on your own back. You've been drinking rum. You've had a stroke, precisely as I told you, and I have just very much against my own will dragged you head foremost out of the grave. Now, Mr. Bones, that's not my name, he interrupted. Much I care, returned the doctor. It's the name of a buccaneer of my acquaintance, and I'll call you for it for the sake of shortness. What I have to say to you is this. One glass of rum won't kill you. But if you take one, you'll take another, and another. And I stake my wig. If you don't break off short, you'll die. You understand that? Die, and go to your own place like the man in the Bible. Come now, make an effort, and I'll help you to your bed for once. Between us, with much trouble, we managed to hoist him upstairs and laid him on his bed, where his head fell back on the pillow as if he were almost fainting. Now, mind you, said the doctor, I clear my conscience. The name of rum for you is death. And with that, he went off to see my father, taking me with him by the arm. This is nothing, he said as soon as he closed the door. I have drawn blood enough to keep him quiet a while. He should lie for a week where he is. That is the best thing for him and for you. But another stroke would settle him. Coming up tomorrow, we'll start chapter three, which is called The Black Spot. Treasure Island. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's going to wrap things up for us for uh, today. I uh, cannot encourage you more to be with the people that you love in whatever form that might be and Spend one moment being thankful. If you pray, pray. If you believe in a God, talk with your God. Thank him or her or it for all the blessings that we have. And perhaps the biggest one, as screwy as it is these days, is living in this United States of America.
be thankful. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you again tomorrow from the Jay Sheldon Show. Enjoy. Don't eat too much. <laughs>